Hello, my name is Brett Wills, and welcome to the Disability Den, a TDC podcast. Today, I have the honor of sitting down with Mr. Justin Bourne. Justin is an American sports writer, formerly a professional hockey player. He has additionally coached professionally, most recently as the assistant coach for the Toronto Marlies of the American Hockey League. He has written columns for USA Today, Puck Daddy, The Hockey News, Hockey Primetime, as well as various other newspapers and websites. He is a regular on Sportsnet's Hockey Central at noon. He is married to Brianna, the daughter of former NHL All-Star Clark Gillies, whom his father was a teammate with the New York Islanders. They have a son and daughter. Justin has a brother, Jeff. Justin, thank you for joining me. No problem. No problem. Thanks for having me, man. First off, Justin, it's my understanding you've played hockey and coached professionally. Some coaches who have played have thrived with the transition while others have failed. Can you share your experience playing versus coaching? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, the, uh, like the transition into the coaching part was, was challenging because I think as a player, you know, you're told all these things to do by your coach and you don't focus so much on the little details, the, the back checking and the stick position. And, you know, you don't feel like it's important. You're just out there trying to score goals. And I think, uh, coaching changed how I looked at the game just in terms of, um, you know, what, what little things make a difference in the total outcome. So trying to get players to understand uh, the bigger picture beyond their own game and just being a cog in a machine rather than trying to be their own individual machines. It, it's a bit of a process. And so it changed how I looked at hockey and, and really how I, I think about the game today. Your father, Bob, won the Stanley Cup multiple times with the New York Islanders with one of the greatest dynasties the National Hockey League has ever seen. What was it like growing up knowing your dad had such a respectable career? Well, really cool, right? I mean, you know, one of the cool things was getting to be around those teams. And, you know, it wasn't weird as a kid to be in the dressing room, which now I realize was special. Then it was just kind of uh, hanging around with dad's friends, it kind of felt like, and then we get to go out in the ice a little bit. So, so that was really awesome. And, um, I think I absorbed a lot more than I thought, um, that I took into my own career, you know, like just how pros, uh, behave and, and how, um, you know, the, the grind of showing up to be a professional every single day, I saw it. So when it came my turn to be a professional, um, I think it just felt normal to me. Um, I think a lot of people might look at that experience and say it wasn't normal, but nothing has ever felt unusual because it's just kind of my everyday lived experience. And that's, um, you know, for me, it's, you know, I, I end up talking about it a lot and it's like, I don't know, is this, was this not normal? But it, it's always kind of felt normal to me along the way. And through his experience playing with the New York Islanders, you eventually met your now wife, Brianna. Hmm. Did you know Brianna growing up or did you meet later on? Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, we absolutely did know each other growing up. Our dads were legitimately best friends um, when they played the Islanders so much so that they bought houses beside each other on Long Island. So when we grew up, we were next door neighbors, like literally next door neighbors. Um, you know, when I was four years old, um, my dad got traded to the Kings and her dad got traded to the Sabres in Buffalo. So our, our, you know, lives diverge greatly there. Uh, I think when they were nine, when she was nine or 10, her family came to visit mine in Kelowna, BC, where my dad retired. 
but then I didn't see her for 15 years after that. Um, and when my dad was inducted to the Islanders Hall of Fame, they flew me down. The Islanders flew me down and they set me up in a hotel. And my dad was like, ah, you're not staying at a hotel. You're staying at the Gillies. You know, you're, you know it's my best friend's place. You're going to stay with them. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So um, that's where I re-met Brianna. And, you know, we obviously hit it off that weekend. So it, it is funny how our, our family's lives have kind of stayed intertwined, you know, since her and I have been around. I was watching Sportsnet yesterday and I saw you touch a little bit on Nassau Coliseum. Can you mm -hmm. share what your experience was like playing at Nassau Coliseum after being there watching your dad? Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's uh, just a trip, right? Like I, I made a conscious effort the first time I pulled on an Islanders jersey as a player. And, you know, I never played in, in regular season NHL games, but I got to wear the jersey and play exhibition games. And so when I pulled it on, I took careful note to look at it and, and realize you know I've worn the jersey a thousand times in my life two thousand times um as you know a kid as a fan playing road hockey going to games all that and so to put it on and to just kind of check myself and be like hey this is this is the real deal this is you're not playing dress up this time um was tough because you know you're trying not to have like an emotional moment I, I wanted to feel the moment but at the same time I wanted to keep my focus on on playing the game so um, it's just a brief fleeting memory that I have of like allowing myself to enjoy that experience before going out and actually playing. As we touched previously, after your career, you slid into media, you from contributing to USA Today to now being on Hockey Central at noon. What do you attribute your ongoing success in an ever changing North American sports media market? Um, I think you know, doing something different from what everyone else does. Um, not, there's nothing I do individually that no one else does, but I feel like I'm in the unique position that I, you know, I was a video coach for the Toronto Marlies for, for that couple of years. And so I really learned to watch video and understand systems and all that technical stuff. But at the same time, I put in the effort to learn about analytics and talking about the game from a numbers perspective. And then I also have the playing background and I just don't, you know, there's not a ton of people who can do the video, do the numbers and have some playing experience. So I feel like I, I've been able to carve out a kind of a unique niche for myself um, and hopefully kind of the Swiss army knife, uh, knife effect of being able to do multiple things is what keeps me uh, employed as I get older. And you put it as a sort of never changing industry. So I have a little bit of a confession. I admittedly watch hockey central at noon or I'm listening to it on the radio every single day. And I also follow you on social media. And through that, I understand you have a brother named Jeff. Mm -hmm. Jeff and I are similar in the sense that we have a disability. And I also have a younger brother. Are you comfortable sharing what it was like growing up with a sibling who has a disability and what oh, Jeff yeah. is like as a brother and as a person? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff's like the most important person, you know, in my world, you know, and I, I say that with um, love for my mother and wife and kids and all that, you know, but he just, you know, I can't really express how much he's meant to me. And we were, we were really close growing up and, you know, unfortunately hockey and my career has taken me away from Kelowna where he still lives, but I've always, um, but we always nothing changes. You know, I go home and we see each other and, and we're as good as we always were. I feel like I'm one of the few people who gets Jeff and understands him and all the complications that come with his uh, disability. He's got uh, spina bifida and scoliosis um, and hydrocephalus. And so he's, 
uh, had a lot of surgeries trying to straighten his spine, um, you know, when he was younger, hoping one day to, to walk that, you know, didn't work out and kind of had a, a, a more negative effect. So being there for his, his uh, trials and tribulations has been, you know, probably the, the stuff that I care about most in my life. Jeff got married uh, last summer, no, the summer before, September of, of the year before um, at, and he's now 40. He just, you know, bought a house with his uh, now wife. Um, and so just, just so proud of him and watching his journey along the way, you know, he, he athlete himself growing up sledge hockey and disabled games and swimming and, and all sorts of different things. So he's just a special dude and someone I'm, I'm proud to call my brother. Hey, listen, I wasn't going to ask this next question, but the hockey fan and the Maple Leafs fan in me has to, what do you think the chances of Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup this year are? <laughs> I think as good as any team out there. I mean, the, the path through the uh, through the um, Canadian division looks doable. And at that point, you're down to two rounds and you, know, you can beat anyone in a seven-game series. You look at the type of teams that you may come up against. You're probably looking at a series like the one they played against the Bostons where they went seven games. And I think they're better than those, you know, than they were then. So the goal is to win enough in the regular season that your draw in, um, you know, in the first round is good and get you started on the right foot. And boy, after that, I feel like they're, they're in a pretty good position. So uh, how about, how about uh, 18%, 18% chance. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, Justin, thank you for joining us today on this episode of the disability den. I'm your host, Brett Wills. This podcast has been brought to you by the disability channel and has made possible by the introduction to successful content production program in partnership with Mohawk College and Alware Limited. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.